this very juncture. It's quite weird. Like, it's either you want me to sound natural or you want me to sound upbeat. Girl O'Connor with another episode of the Burger Podcast. Guys, that's a familiar voice you hear right there, but I'm not introducing her just yet. You will have to be patient. Just exercise patience, okay? Um, I know you're that's not you know one of your strong suits because even though COVID is still around, you people are still gallivanting like hooligans. So I know that you're not patient, but you'll be patient today. Today, day you'll be patient. Um, I've come through with another episode, which actually, unfortunately, is going to be the last episode of this season, guys. But, but, to make it more exciting, I'm here with the delectable and beautiful Rebel. <laughs> meow, 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 meow. <laughs> <laughs> meow. Yeah, I love it. I love it when she does that. We're both like really big cat cat ladies. So, yes. Yeah. Um, yes, today we'll be talking about um, spirituality and wellness from the perspective of two bloggers. Um, but before we even get into that, I just want to give a shout out to GCR for making all this possible. I shout them out every single episode because they do an amazing job mm-hmm. in you know keeping this this thing running and organizing things for me because me and Cassandra me I'm useless so yeah um Cyril and Donald three boats are to you our boss man sh- <laughs> yes our boss man our management <laughs> I also want to say a big thank you to Kwame Asante who does the production on this little shindig he comes through he's amazing and he's the one that makes all of this really sound good so yeah whenever you see Kwame Asante on the TL if you see the ads Mr. Asante go and give him a like go and give him a retweet because he's doing an amazing job mm-hmm. okay so let's get into it guys yeah. <laughs> relax little mama while you only your head tripping over other shit it's been three days on the same thing ain't you tired of overthinking everything where's the last time you inhale peace exhale negative energy always what if maybe unsure doubting that there ain't no way to be a queen you're a queen good i'm feeling really good i went outside i played with some plants so i'm you know i'm feeling uh. do you know do you know do you know how many plants i've killed this year oh oh it's it's so embarrassing what kind of plants were they (laughs) what kind of plants were they 
I'm even embarrassed to say it because it's very easy plan. So I had so first of all I had what did I have first? I had a cactus. Okay. And I had been telling everybody that you you are very everybody should feel very embarrassed if they can kill a cactus and I went along and kill oh. a cactus. Oh, but they're um, succulents, so they don't take too too much water. So how did you kill this oh. one? <laughs> that's exactly how I that's exactly how I killed it. So basically I was being careless and I was planting, I was watering my other plant Mm -hmm. and I kept watering them at the same time. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Forgetting that actually, Ajoa, you've already, um, you know, watered the cactus like maybe last week. So you have another week for it to, before it actually wants water. So that's how I overwatered it. Oh, you were just over loving its feel. That's all. Just some, yeah, just some. uh, Then I also killed my aloe vera, which is also very easy to take care of. Um, yeah, don't look at me like how that. Did you, wait, how did you kill the aloe vera? Oh, that that one I don't even know what happened. After that one, I really don't know what happened because aloe veras do like water. No? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was yeah, and I was watching not too it much though, not too too much. Yeah, but how do you define too much? Um, there's some plants that you can get away with watering every day, and then there's some plants that you can get away with yeah. watering, let's say like two three times a week. Okay, so mm, yeah, I would I'll say keep that in mm, mind for next time because by now, <laughs> or some by of now, them is dead. Some of them, it's not even about putting the putting the water in the soil. It's also about misting the plant itself, like giving its leaves Ooh, water. And, so, like you know, sometimes you can buy like a um, what are they called like a little what is that word that I'm looking for? The watering jug. Is it the the the, the watering can? Uh huh. But it also comes with like it, it comes with like a spray nozzle as well, so you can water and then you can mist Ooh, it. Oh yeah. yeah. I see that, I see that, I see that. Yeah, mm. so my cactus has died, my aloe vera has died. Also, my money plant has also died. That's the one that really pained me because I bought that plant to bring prosperity into my life. And the thing has and I have died. <laughs> so I'm like, uni- universe, what exactly are you trying to tell me? What well, exactly I'll, I'll tell you of- this. When I first started, like, mm. you know, trying to get more into plants, I did kill mm. quite a number of mm. plants. Like, mostly because right. I th- I thought, oh, I don't even, I know what I'm doing. They just need water and sun. Yeah, that's, that's how I felt you know, as well. I was like, this is easy. <laughs> but then I, I started realizing yeah. that, oh, wow, each plant needs a different type of attention. Some of them you need yeah. to, like, go and, like play around in their soil and make sure their yeah, their roots are yeah. happy. So it's really like you ha- it's like a conscious effort. You have to really take care of them and when yeah. I realized that I was like, yeah. oh, "Okay, all right. Now, now I can be a plant mom." Yeah, Charlie, Charlie. Me, I haven't gotten there yet. Small, small. We'll get, we'll, we'll get there. But, um, you know, talking about the universe and her trying to tell me things, um, <laughs> since this episode is about spirituality and wellness, mm-hmm. tell us a little bit about how, like, you engage with that, especially, you know, um, being someone whose family is predominantly Christian, mm-hmm. so is mine, yeah. and just now living in a society that is predominantly Christian. I know you've lived in the US, and yeah. I guess technically they're supposed to be Christian as well. Yeah. But, you know, that's a whole different story altogether. <laughs> a whole and different think, story. <laughs> whole other story. And I think, obviously, like in the West as well, you have a little bit more freedom to um, express and explore because nobody really gives a shit about Exactly. What you're doing. Right. Especially. Especially when it comes to like um, you know your religion or you know the God your um, your God the God you're serving mm-hmm. or not serving a God at all, um, I think there's a little bit more individual freedom. Obviously, when we get into politics, that's different. Yeah, that's different. But 
as an individual, I think there's a little bit more freedom for self-expression. So how was it like for you moving back here and dealing with, you know, people being like, oh, oh. Yeah, you're not going to church today. Oh, Charlie. That sort of thing. And how and you know, you've gotten around It's that. It's even funny that you say this because as you're saying it, then I'm... I'm, I'm the flashbacks of my grandmother thinking like, why don't I go to church? Because when, when I was growing right. up, um, I went to church, Sunday school, choir practice with my grandmother, like we were, all of that, all of that. Um, and so when I moved back to Ghana and I was living with her, the woman is wondering, I Sunday mm. and this girl is not getting up. Why is she not coming with us? Right. Um, right. I would say though, that it was mostly my grandmother's really, really devout Christian. Obviously. I mean, she's, if she watches mm. Emmanuel TV, and things all day long and oh, wow. puts in her hands on the TV for TB Joshua to bless her. Oh, so, oh. <laughs> wow. Okay. So okay. yes. So uh, but what I but what I we would like but what I would say is that I'm I'm really thankful for the mother that I have because even though my mother is also mm. Very Christian, grew up Anglican, mm-hmm. but my mom is, she really likes the Catholic faith. Like she really enjoys Catholicism. Okay. Um, and that's why my name is Maria, like Ave Maria. Uh, right, that yeah, makes sense, yeah. Uh, makes sense, but girl, look at me. Girl. <laughs> no, name me after the Virgin no, Mary. That's why, that's why, that's why we remix this. <laughs> you see. <laughs> um, but I'm really thankful, honestly, for my mom, because growing up, like, it, she, we had a lot of different texts in the house. She had a Quran, she had the Bible, she had a lot of Buddhist, okay. Buddhist texts and stuff that I, you know, was always interested in and was always looking towards, because I was always asking mm. more questions. And when you ask them, sometimes they're like... The Bible has said this. Just listen to what it's saying yeah. and follow it. Yeah, you know, you yeah, can't, you can't, you yeah, can't. There's, yeah. But my mom allowed for me to be able to question and, you know, to see that there's more mm. to, there's more to spirituality than just being a Christian. Um, yeah. And so I, I, so, but, but when I moved back, I think the most difficult thing was my grandmother having to get used to the sense of me not you know, going to church and not really being as, mm. not, you know, the, I don't, when we're sitting at the table and they're praying to eat, you know, mm. I mean, I'm, I'm polite and I'll, you know, I'll pray with you, but she'll mm. be like, you need to do the prayers. You need, you know, and yeah, saying I stuff like, so I are you that. a witch? Yeah. So are you a witch? <laughs> what is this? And, the, and, 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 and look at your, that's automatically where it goes oh, to. Look at your anklets and your waist beads and your, hey. Wow. Are you, a, wow. you know, so I think, <laughs> my my grandmother was maybe the hardest for me, but one thing I will say is mm. when I when I first got back, I was having a rough go of it because when you're an adult and you come back and they still think that you're a kid, that is, yep, ah, yeah. that thing they worry because you're just you're just like, can you leave me the fuck alone? Yeah, can or you can you let me be? Or like I've actually lived away from you for like a decade, so I've like, you know, so I've. I've grown into you myself. You can't be telling me things. Oh, you can't be telling me things. And, <laughs> and my grandmother really felt like, you know, she wanted me to be the old Maria, which, you know, was happily right. going to church and happily not questioning yeah. anything. But yeah. I started going for therapy. And my therapist told me that if I, want, if, I, if I want there to be peace, I need to let my grandmother into my world, which means that no matter okay. how she feels about the way in which I might mm. present myself or the things that I believe, I just have to like, kind of let her in, in a way. You know, even right. with, for example, right. she didn't like, like, prime example, she hates my tattoos. Like, the fact that I have so okay. many tattoos is just mm. so frustrating. But I remember... I remember when I first got back, she'd want me to wear like long sleeve shirts when her friends come over and I should cover, I should hide mm. my septum ring mm. and stuff like that. Mm. And it, mm. you know, I got kind of depressed over those things because I felt like it was infringing upon my individuality and I, and I you know, I, yeah. it's not right. But then I was like, you know what? 
fuck it. Like, what, what's the worst that could happen? That she's just going to complain that I yeah. look like an ox with yeah. my nose? Fine, no problem. <laughs> you can call me whatever you like. I'm meow, still wet. And then I'll come and say, Grandma, do you like it? And I had to also change how I, how, like, instead of feeling like she was attacking me, I had to take it like, oh, this woman, let me just, let me, let me just show her what I'm about. She'll love it in the end. Right. Um, and I think... Right. I think because I was letting her into my world more, I'll even come and show her designs. Look at this. She'll complain mm. now, but then later mm. she'll be like, oh, okay, mm. it's nice. Oh, yeah. okay. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's, a lo- it's a little bit like how, you know, all African or, or even ethnic parents in general are always like so against having pets. Like, I don't want to ah. have in my house ever. And then now on Twitter, you see all these parents yeah. practically babying. Oh, my mother that says that she, my puppy. mother hates cats. Like this is what she claims. Right. She hates cats. But when mm. you see her buying toys for my cats, that's when Imagine. you Imagine. Oh, you Imagine. hate cats saying, Oh, please, wow. please, please, please. Wow. Please. Ah, so. yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah, it's it's very interesting because yeah, definitely at home it's a thing where you know, you know, you have to push back small, 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 but also in a way that actually, as you said, lets them into your world and yeah. lets them, gives them a chance to actually understand you. Mm-hmm. Um, I think another area as well, I don't know whether you've ever experienced this, but I know that I've worked for people who would request for us to pray before meetings. Yeah. And... <laughs> You know, in in time in times when I too was crefe, obviously it didn't really bother me because like it, I didn't even see it as like a as like a big deal, I guess. Yeah. But it's just like just that um, indifference or the fact that there's no acknowledgement of the fact that maybe that person that you're having a meeting with isn't a Christian or they mm-hmm. don't want to engage in a prayer to your God because they might be of a different religion exactly. or whatever it may be. Like, I feel like sometimes that um, acknowledgement just isn't there. No. Um, that empathy just isn't there and everybody's just kind of like pushing Christianity in your face mm-hmm. 24-7. Like, have you had any experiences where outside of your home you've had to deal with, you know, having to tell people that, mm, actually, I'm not... Do you actually ever tell people that, oh, actually, I'm not Christian, um, so I don't want to do this? Have I run... I mean, I think I've, I've run into... Have I run into a couple of issues where, like, I have to say, oh... I would say maybe no, and maybe it's because of the mm. intentional community I keep. Right. But I yeah. will say that when I go to events with my grandmother, so I, I help take care of my grandmother, and mm. sometimes when I go to events with her, and maybe they'll, mm. you know, grandma will want to ask one of her family members to pray. And, you know, she right. can turn to me and be like, so won't you pray for us? <laughs> And then I'll, and it's like, have you seen that meme of, do I pray at home? I mean, have you seen that meme of, of of Didi and the guy looking at each other? So me and her are just kind of looking at each other like, (laughs) me, you want me to? Oh, Maria, just do it. It'll be nice. Oh, just to, it'll be nice. You know, and then I had to say, oh, grandma, I'm not, I'm not too comfortable because, you know, that's not really my belief system. So maybe you should ask one of my uncles to do it instead. Which right. she happily did, right. but then of course later on she went to complain to my mother that I I, I don't like of to course. pray and and even though I think my mom now she's like she knows I mean she knows who I am and how I practice but mm. she but she'll still sometimes be like oh she'll send me some Bible verses that she feels would resonate with me mm-hmm. and then she'll say oh don't take it like the Bible just you know read it as a passage it's <laughs> nice you know and, right but right. I I think because of the the kind of intentional community I also keep and. I haven't really run into too many times where I've had to kind of be like, okay, hold on, I'm not Christian. But I am recalling this mm. time I went to go do my nails at Mimi. Shout out to Mimo Berry. Hey, 
Hey, Mimo Berry, please. One day I'll come, eh? I know I've done inquiries. Uh, one day I'll actually come. It's just that your, your place is far. Labon it all. But guys, if you're listening to this, Mimi, I'm giving you free shout-outs because I feel like I've been asking mm. you in the, in the DMs too much, okay? <laughs> guys, if you're listening to this, go and check out uh, Mimo Berry. Um, the, do you know the address off the top of your head? 26 Osula Crescent. Uh-huh. Go and check her out. She's yeah. absolutely amazing. She's the she's she's the shit. She's the shit. Yeah. But yeah, go on. Um I was at Mimo Berries and you know sometimes I mean I, I pretty much live there. <laughs> so there was one basically I'm so surprised basically, you don't have nails right now. I thought if there was anything you would break quarantine for, it would be for nails. Because my dear bestie Mimi has told me that I need to allow myself some breaks and because she's the one that does the nails it's like fine fine girl fine but now we are waiting my next nails dear over for all of you you have no idea anyway back to the story yes but back to the story I was I was at Mimi's one day and this girl was getting her nails done yes but there was a guy waiting for her and Mimi is also very spiritual like me you know we talk a lot about the universe Mm. and our own divine feminine spirituality Mm. so you know, we were having a conversation about the universe, I think. I, yeah, that's what happened. Mm. And the guy there was, like, um, talking to us about, you know, so what does the universe mean? Isn't the universe God? And right. it be, and then he started getting a bit, like, aggressive because we were... Mm. You know when you're give, telling somebody facts and they don't like that the facts, mm. the facts are, like are making sense and the sense isn't really computing <laughs> with their Christian mindset? Yeah, yeah, you know, because yeah, yeah. you know, he we ha- got into like a lot of conversation. What was it about? He, we said something about so do Muslims deserve to go to hell because they don't believe in the same God mm-hmm. that you do? Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, but they'll go to hell. And I ah, was like, and I was like, that. and I was like, ah, but that doesn't really make a lot of sense to me because that means that you're trying to tell me that if everybody, if people on this planet do not believe in the Christian God that you believe in, then therefore you feel all of them mm. are damned to hell. Mm. Is that, but they believe in something as well. He was like, well, what they believe is not exactly. what we believe. What we believe is the ultimate and, truth. And also, and also, just, also <laughs> just simply the fact that, you know, as a Christian, because I technically still class myself as Christian, yeah. even though I don't really practice at the moment. But as Christians, our religion really is love. And I, mm-hmm. I can't consolidate, I can't consolidate being in a, in a religion that is love, essentially, yeah. and then saying that somebody is going to suffer for eternity God, and I don't be tortured get it. Mm-hmm. simply because they don't believe in in something. And it's not because, you know, they, it's not that they're, they're a bad person or anything yeah. like that, because that one cried here. At least I can do some small mental ar- ar- arithmetics and be like, okay, <laughs> yeah, actually, they deserved it. But, you yeah. know, most a lot of people just literally are normal people they might you know do some small white lie here and there but Mm -hmm. generally are are good people but they just either don't believe in god or they practice religion in a different way and i can't i don't understand how i as a christian can then sit there and Mm -mm. openly say that you know they're going to hell the the best i can say is that i don't know where they're going like i don't know exactly Cause you don't know. We don't know everything. Yeah. <laughs> we don't. We, we don't. literally like don't know everything. Christians, I and I feel like sometimes you know the Christianity and just Ghanaianness overlaps, and it's just like we just want to be right. Mm-hmm. We just want exactly. to make a statement, and it's just like no, it has to be like this. It's not our culture. Yeah, it's not. Oh my, like, it's not our culture. Guy, guy, the, Chris, the Christianity nan kasan 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 is it's not, not your, your culture. culture. You know. Oh. And then rather, when so, you want to talk about more like African connected spiritual practices, then um, before, 
like yeah, exactly then they'll, go, they'll go and say it's juju meanwhile juju is not the same thing as you know our traditional um religions juju mm-hmm. and voodoo for example aren't the same thing they're not the same don't understand that yeah you know uh mame water isn't like it's not witchcraft like mm-hmm. it's not what uh, white people or Bernies will say black magic black magic. it's not the same thing but um, you know, we don't really sit down and explore those kind of things and mm-hmm. really read about it. I just happened to chance upon it because for my final year project at university, I wrote a script on um, basically two characters who were Yoruba. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the story had to do with, you know, Orisha worship. And then I started reading more about um, Santeria and mm-hmm. all these kind of things. So that's what kind of like got me into all of that yeah but anyways um moving on the next question (laughs) i want to ask is so now so basically you moved to ghana it's it's been about three years now hasn't it yeah wow yeah, <laughs> it has been a while because I remember when whoa, I first moved whoa, and we had lunch together and you had just been <laughs> Exactly, you had been here for a year and I had been just here moved for a year. I've been here two years now. Hey, Charlie, so that Ghana, I like it, pa, because wow. Uh, you like it, pa. You like it, pa. Hey, yeah, it seems it seems like it. <laughs> <laughs> you've been here for a while now, and yeah. I'm guessing you know, as you said, you had gotten into you know your groove of you know doing things your own way and you know yeah. getting people to understand where you're coming from and really managing your wellness and your spirituality and then you're there so one day and then you hear that oh ghana has its first case of coronavirus like <laughs> from because <laughs> i remember we had a recording we had a recording at, and i was still um, trying to hug everyone have, i'm st- we i still want to hug people oh Charlie. exactly exactly and for me going into wellness and all that good stuff like even hugging is part of you know the way i feel good and i express myself and so between that day when covid got into ghana and now has anything changed in terms of how you approach your wellness how you approach your spirituality or are you able to do things just as you've always done them um because i know christians can't go to church so everybody they can't go to church and i to be honest Mm -hmm. i think i think what really happened when covid hit and everything went to shit i mean Mm. is that (laughs) i realized that the practices i have regardless of what's going on i can maintain it Mm. the same exact way right because it's really about the intention you know and so for Mm. example my practices you know meditation in the morning yoga Mm. working out you know even when i'm brewing tea all of that counts as part of Mm. my spirituality the types of herbs i'm using what i'm using them for Mm. all these Mm. things i was still able to do except for the going to the market part that one right had to change a bit and people were Mm. trying to Mm. charge me arm and leg for things but (laughs) yeah but they do what i've also found is that when all this happened it also sort of allowed me everything else to slow down um, okay. And when things slow down, I think that you're able to focus on peace a little bit more. Yeah, the times are very uncertain, mm. but I think if anything, these this this time has allowed me to really delve even deeper within myself and mm. to be more intentional about my practices. And so, for example, mm. before COVID, when we could go up and down by hats by hats all the time, yeah. I'm always busy. I've always got something to do. I'm always out, but I don't have mm. a, a lot mm. of time where I'm at home. So let's say I'll skip out on meditation today or I'll skip tomorrow. I'll just, I'll get back yeah. to it. Whereas now, because yeah. I've, I've been forced to sort of be still more, it has made me mm. 
you know, make the practice even more than mm. it was before. So I feel even now I'm, mm. I'm even more connected to myself. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. What What are some of the th- practices that you do like on a on a daily basis? Um, okay. So like every morning meditation and meditation can be a lot of mm. things. Meditation can just be breathing exercises. Um, and I follow mm. this guy called Shad Guru. Um, on mm. Instagram, you can find him on YouTube. Actually, really, he's also a really great motivational speaker. But he's a, he's okay. like he's a guru, um, and yeah. so I follow some of his breathing exercises and his meditations. Um, a lot of mm. it is also to just kind of like have that stillness. So I do a lot of that, and then of course mm. there's yoga. Yoga. Mm. Two two things about yoga. Yoga is also not just help help for fitness, but also kind mm. of like you can incorporate also the same breathing exercises that you would do sitting that you're also doing in mm. your stretches and those intentional movements in the breathing. I don't know how to explain mm. it, but it really does garner a lot of peace no. in your yeah. mind. Yeah. You know, yeah, and I'm, I'm saying this even after like for a couple of weeks, maybe it was like two weeks. I didn't do yoga once, you know, and okay. I could, I could sense the difference on my mind in terms of, I was mm. getting more easily distracted mm. or more overwhelmed and, you mm. know, because I didn't mm. have those moments. So those are, those mm. are daily things. And then, Depending yeah. on mm, daily, I don't I don't sage daily. You know how people me, I feel like people overuse sage first and foremost. <laughs> okay. Yeah, even reading up on it, reading up on it, I even feel a little bit funny about <laughs> saging in general or using the word smudging. Yeah. Because it's, it's a very, you know, traditional thing to exactly. um native native people, Native yeah. Americans. And yeah. I'm just like, mm, do I even really want to yeah. like get into that? Because it just feels like, you know, appropriating. Mm. But yeah. I would say that before you even start, you know, trying to use sage smudging sticks or myrrh or what what have you, you need to do Mm. your research on it. And also when you're using it, you're not just like, I know people just burn sage to burn sage, but you're supposed to burn with intention. Mm. Um, You know, and for me, sometimes I do that for like when there's a new moon. Um, mm. I guess I, I, you can call it a new moon ritual where it's like a, mm. clen- a cleansing of my space, which also I clean my okay. room, um, you know, and I intentionally clean with like alcohol and I have an altar and then I smudge and okay. smudging can mean that I'm using sage. I'm using maybe white mm. sage or dragon's blood sage, or I'm mm-hmm. using like a myrrh mm. smudging stick. Shout out to Tum Tum Essentials. I get a lot of that stuff from Ooh, him. Okay. Yeah. And okay. he's here in Accra and he can deliver. <laughs> so it's awesome. Okay. We'll talk a little bit yeah. more about that. Um, uh, in a while as well mm. so like would you would you say that you know these um i guess intentional rituals that you do yeah in terms of like you moving to ghana did that help with kind of dealing with i, I don't know if you want to call it culture shock because obviously yeah. you'd been to ghana before and you knew what ghana was mm-hmm. and you are Ghanaian. but like the <clears throat> just the stress of moving do you think that, you know, your spirituality helped with that? And then also, um, do you think that it's easier to practice spirituality as a... Do you think it's easier for a person on a move to mm-hmm. practice spirituality compared to Christianity? Because I've been thinking about that a little mm. bit. Because for me, for me, as soon as I... I remember as soon as I moved away from the church that I felt most at home at, mm-hmm. um, a lot of the things, you know, I used to do in terms of, you know, to make me feel very Christian and make me feel close to God, yeah. suddenly 
like everything started crumbling a little bit mm-hmm. and i'm not going to lie i know as a christian they tell you that you're supposed to be you know strong and you're supposed to be steadfast and you're not supposed to rely on like you know um your environment or whatever but just because of the way christianity is and the mm-hmm. way we worship and the way we do certain things i feel like it is harder to maintain your faith in the same way mm-hmm. and travel than it is if you were to say if you were to be let's say just a spiritual person who you know um as you said like would do because you don't do meditations mm-hmm. anywhere if anywhere and, <clears throat> sometimes i can anywhere. be at a and, restaurant and i'll just be like okay like, exactly <laughs> and and so do you think that you know just even like covertly sometimes we christians put ourselves in a box by mm-hmm. growing up with the with the idea that okay we need to go to church yeah. to pray we need to be in this place to do this mm-hmm. i remember when i was younger i had a conversation with my cousin about um <clears throat> why whether i feel uncomfortable praying when i'm naked mm-hmm. and i'm like well i really don't like if i'm naked and i happen to feel the need to pray i will pray and she was mm-hmm. like she really didn't get it like she got it she understood she didn't say that it was wrong yeah but she was saying that to her she would feel uncomfortable because it's not right yeah and oh, not right oh, yeah so basically my question <laughs> you know basically my question is do you think spirituality gives you a little bit more freedom to express your faith than maybe christianity does um, I would definitely say so because even you just saying that, for example, like the idea of having to go to church and if you're not going to church, mm. then you don't feel like you're as mm. connected. I feel like wherever you go, mm. there you are. So with my spiritualities, yeah. it's like no matter where I am, I can always connect mm. to spirit because it's me at the end of the day. It's in me, right? Yeah. And so I feel like, yeah. yeah, with sometimes I do feel like Christianity can box you up in that you might feel like you have to be at a particular church or with your particular flock mm. that's how like i feel like mm. my grandmother is you know like l- love her mm. <laughs> grandma i'm sure if i send this to you, you listen to it love you i'm not saying anything about your rich church people i'm not saying anything okay but i i tend to reach i've noticed that for example when my grandmother is unable to let's say she's hard at walking these days so when she's unable to go to mm. church and stuff she actually feels like like she's not Christian enough. She doesn't feel And I feel right, like and I right. feel like if anything, this COVID time has shown that the faith is in you. Mm. And so even as Christians, exactly. like you shouldn't feel like, oh, you have to be in a church or exactly. you have to go to church to connect to God. You know, you can exactly. connect all you have to do is you know, this is what you believe. All you have to do is then speak to him wherever you are, no matter exactly. what. I feel like exactly. Yeah, I exactly. feel like you don't have to, you know, and me personally, I was yeah. always against the congregations and stuff like right. that like yeah it just was like mm. no I'm, I'm not a fan of those things i feel like okay. it yeah, should yeah. i feel like your spirituality is a very personal thing even everyone's mm. even if you identify as a christian i feel like how you even practice your faith is very personal it has nothing to mm. do with me i mm. think every single person mm. has their own individual way of of connecting to god right yeah 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 and to be fair like i i feel like a lot of christians do understand mm-hmm. that you know god is everywhere exactly and, you know, if you were to say that to them they they get that mm-hmm. but there's still kind of like this disconnect between how we've actually been grown up uh, brought up especially in a place like ghana mm-hmm. there's a disconnect between how we've actually been brought up and what the bible actually says or how we feel towards god because right. i said as you said about your grandma you know she's probably you know a great christian and she's been a great christian her entire life mm-hmm. and she probably knows she's probably read the bible back to front several times back to and front five that, times exactly <laughs> this week she knows alone. that 
you know she knows that god is everywhere but it's just because it has become such a part yeah of, it's a know, part of her, her routine it's 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 like it becomes mm-hmm. a habit you know you're so used to it so that you not, can't think of any other way exactly and yeah. yeah i just i just think it's it's about time that we really start thinking you know you don't have to you know obviously i'm in a place where i'm questioning everything so i don't even know whether i'm properly <laughs> oh what a fun place anymore. i remember that place <laughs> fun place fun place <laughs> you don't you don't have to go that far but i feel like whatever religion you are obviously we're talking about spirituality and christianity here because that's what we both uh, relate yeah. to but if you're muslim whatever else you you are in these covid times i think this is the best time to kind of reevaluate mm-hmm. uh, what it, what your faith really means and what it really means to express that faith and you know, believe in what you believe in so for somebody who is listening to this who you know lives in accra lives in ghana has lived here all their lives <laughs> and listening to this to them we sound like these i would say hippie women Oh, these witches! Kind of talk exactly. (laughs) What would you say to somebody like that who you know is just is trying to is trying to explore new things, but spirituality kind of like sounds like this. It just sounds like a white thing. Does that make sense? (laughs) Like it sounds like. It just sounds it just sounds like a really hippie-ish, carefree thing. Ghana dear. We don't do those things. And it's now that I'm going to spend forty CDs on essential oils. What would you say to somebody like that? Um, I would say first of all, you have to think of spirituality like the spirit. We all have the spirit. And right? also maybe yeah. talk a little bit, you know, kind of relate a little bit to how it might be helpful for them to explore it, especially mm. now during these times. Yeah. yeah, I would I mean I honestly what what I'll say is that your spirituality is rooted in the self at the end of the day. And so mm. just because maybe I'm saying stuff that might not necessarily mesh with someone's um, Christian, Christian side, or even is, you know, Muslim side, I would say that, yeah. or I'll give you something that once my mom told me is that spirituality mm. is a house with many doors, mm. but all the doors lead you to God. Um, oh, and so when you think yeah. about it that way, it really means that I'm just mm. next, I'm next door. We, there's a door. And when right. I open the door, I, right. I open the door and I see you in your room right. over there. And so right. it's nothing to right. be, to be scared about, but rather to understand that mm. it's all it, for me, I keep saying it, but it's about the intention. It's about the intention. Mm. And yep. really, if you're trying to, you know, explore your spirituality, I think that just ask questions, ask yourself questions, mm. you know, mm. and it's okay to maybe not agree <laughs> with something mm-hmm. that a lot of other people yeah. would agree with but as long as the root mm. of what you what you are doing is love oh then mm. that's it yeah Charlie. be loving in all you do that's what i'll say use love yes that's use all. love that's all. see this is why that's why i always say that this is why i'm eating people in this accra up and that people don't understand this is this part of my spirituality it works okay <laughs> exactly that is also self-care that's a self-care you know it's so, also it's also self care, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, Ria, it's been amazing, amazing, yeah, amazing having yeah, you yeah. on the Boga <laughs> podcast. I know I've been on the other room, but I haven't had you alone on my podcast before. Yes, so I'm I love it. Really, really happy. I'm really happy that you're here. You've been here, and we've you know had a really extensive talk. Yeah, I hope girl. that you know you can come back and we'll do something else after our break. Mm-hmm. Uh, because guys, unfortunately, this is the last episode in this half of the first season 
of the Bugger Podcast. We'll be going on a break after this and we'll be back soon. Don't worry, we won't be away for very long. Uh-huh, we'll be uh-huh, back soon to give you all the juiciness, all the waywardness, <laughs> all the hooliganism. Yes, the shenanigans. Yells, yells. We will give you, don't worry. Um, before <laughs> I close up shop, I just want you to go ahead and pop over to Twitter and Instagram and follow at the Bugger Pod. Because whilst we're away, we're going to be posting stuff. We're still going to be continuing the conversations and all that good stuff. I also want to thank GCR for making this first half of our uh, first season amazing. I especially want to thank um, Kwame Asante for being my producer and bearing with me. And my annoying ways. <laughs> so yeah, Kwame, I love you. I really do. I know you hate me sometimes, but that's on you. That's the, your own personal problem. That's how Cyril <laughs> be feeling think, about us on the other room. We would be driving you know, him crazy. You know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. It's been fun. Take care. Bye. Bye. Kipenda na kiromeo na tulia 
Gold Coast Report Production.